Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Fabi. Hello. We've got Emily. Hi. And against all odds, we've got my buddy Corey back somehow. Hey, I'm just worried now because this happened to Emily and it happened to Fabi. Am I going to be stuck in the, in the, the hole as well now? You, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to guess too many times or then you can't leave uh-huh. or at least happens. like not like right next to each other <laughs> you have like a week off so you're doing okay right now but if you guess again to next week then you're you're trapped <laughs> okay well i'll be at work yeah, next I, week so that's that's good yeah i think okay. after like three in a row should should i just keep should i just stay here do i live here now <laughs> And then I didn't, after, <laughs> I think it was very funny that after, like, yeah, you're part of the podcast. I was like, okay, then I'm not going to be in it for two months. Um, I'll see you all later. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, scheduling stuff happens. But yeah, the fourth time you, you're on the podcast, it's like you brought mm-hmm. your toothbrush to your partner's house. And then it's just like, uh-oh, now, like, now I just live here. Yeah, like, the reason I became, like, a main host was because it's like, I was just available and, and willing every mm-hmm. time, like, there was people who wanted to be on TWA. I was just like... And I was really enthusiastic and excited about it. And I'm still really happy to be on this show. But nowadays I can be like, I don't feel like doing it today. It's no Oh, yeah. Biggie. There's nothing wrong with that. I, <laughs> yeah. I do, I guess, real quickly want to address some people have asked, like, you know, where's where's so-and-so? Where's, like, blah, or Lexi and, and, uh, and Simon specifically? They're around. It's just, uh, I don't know if. If it's affected you, uh, listener, but COVID makes things weird for some people. <laughs> so uh, some people, you know, just don't have as much time to do that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, we're- I, f- I feel like the listeners know, at least with Simon, like, he is a father. Um, right. And it's COVID, so he has to take care of his kids a lot. You right. Know, like- hard, hard to mm-hmm. do with that stuff. So, yeah. um, well, everybody will be back yeah. on eventually. Just, just hang in there. Hopefully my schedule will be it 
and I'm thinking about it now. I think like I joined the podcast and then immediately everything in my life started changing. Like uh, I came out publicly. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, you know, ended a marriage. Like my life keeps changing since I joined this podcast. Hopefully things are now calm down. I'm in a good place. Fingers crossed. But good. we'll see. Fingers crossed, everybody. Uh, so that said, that out of the way, we have our sacred duty, which is, Corey, <laughs> Zach. have any Power Rangers related <laughs> things happened to you since last time you were on the podcast? Uh, uh, no. Okay, not, not, that's fine. Wait, hold on. No, no. You've been playing a game with big robots. I have. And as long as Power okay. Rangers keeps having big robots, I will keep doing things. What what, what game are you playing? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. playing uh, the group we got back into playing MechWarrior Online again. We we finished <laughs> nice. out the update of Terraria and needed a new game to play. They, I they downloaded changed. a free-to-play Gundam game on PS4 oh, did you? like two days ago and I've not tried it yet. If you like that, but, let uh, me know because I have uh, Gundam Versus but I saw the, the free one and I was like I mean, I already have the one I paid for, but if that one's good, I'll download it too. <laughs> There's a second one. That's what I downloaded. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, ro- robots are fun yeah. in video games. Yeah, and I'm also playing Xenoblade Chronicles X, which has like hot, a hot mechs opinion. in it. <laughs> Enjoy mechs. Yeah, but how, how's that? How's that? I was mech gonna say all that I know about MechWarrior uh, online is the videos one of my partner keeps sending me of people doing weird one-shot kill builds. Uh, and yeah, so uh, that is, (laughs) that is the problem I have with it is having been a a long, long time Battletech slash MechWarrior fan, reading the novels, watching the really bad cartoon from the (laughs) nineties. There was a cartoon I'd even know. Oh, oh, it's so (laughs) bad. But it's yeah, it was like as a kid though. I, I I look at these mechs and I'm like, well, this is what the the official lore build should be. And then you get into a match and there's a guy who's like, no, nope, this is what I'm gonna do: 360 no scope headshot, and you die. My so. favorite one, or well, like so, they just put like 60 PPCs. Is it PPE or PPCs? PPCs, PPCs on yeah. their mech and just like annihilate you in one shot, but then also kill themselves. Yeah, it's <laughs> because of the overheating. <laughs> My favorite one that. The a partner of and yeah, it's by a partner of both me and Emily's. I guess we've said that online in this podcast. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, that they've shown me is the one where every time it only has one type of gun, but a bunch of them, and every time the gun hits you, your screen shakes, so the game becomes unplayable the moment yeah. you get touched. <laughs> And it's yeah, screen shake. Yeah. Screen shake is still a thing. Uh, yeah. The biggest issue for me coming back is I, I was what was called a whale for MWO for the longest time. Like I, I would drop you know money for all the packs that came out and just just so many dollars. And I've come back now, and it's like I don't know what these skill sets are. And there's like 800 mechs in the game now, and it's just like. Okay. Right. It's not like you you're you're like I don't want to spend money. It's more literally like I don't know what these things are and if they're worth money. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Fair. Yeah. I I played MechWarrior Online with you guys some when it came out, and the funniest thing to me, uh, speaking of of the like lore of BattleTech, was I remember that they wanted it to be like to match up with how the like the game is supposed to go, the like tabletop game. 
but that didn't work with you know playing it as a first person shooter basically oh yeah it was rough because it's like oh well the guns that you just point and shoot at people if you hit them in the head every time you just win but that's not a thing in the tabletop because it's dice. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so they had to eventually kind of give up on some of their, like, purity stuff to, to make it playable, which was funny. But fair enough. Cool. Um, robots are good. I like yeah. them. If, if I could recommend another um, giant robot series of video games, and you may have already played them, Front Mission. Have you ever played a Front Mission game, Corey? I, sounds really familiar. Those it's are sh- um those are like strategy tactical RPGs about and you have mechs and like they it, have HP yeah. for their arms, legs, midsection. You know like the tactics like Final Fantasy tactics and stuff like that. Or like Fire Emblem, but like yeah. robots. Yeah, oh that is yeah, that I'm looking robots. at it now. That actually looks uh really amazing because my quote unquote really <laughs> favorite all time video game forever and ever is Final Fantasy Ooh, Tactics. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't if, know that, if, Corey. Like, I recommend starting with, like, Front Mission 3. Just get a P- PlayStation emulator. Play that. It's great. You'll love it. <laughs> I, cool. Ro- Robots. Uh, I, so, well, I, I have... Also, s- no, I also... I like Giant Max, and I like robots, but uh, I'm bad at most games. I did... One, reinstall a mech game in my computer and then buy a port of it on the Switch just because I was really enjoying it again. A game that I played over 100 hours. Um, Into the Breach is really good. That's a good game about giant robots. Into the Breach rules. I was wondering if that's That's, what you were going to say. Yeah, In some ways, it feels closer to a puzzle game uh, than a tactics game. But I really love that game. That's a good game. Good robots. Corey, have you heard it? Have you heard of Into the Breach? I've so, heard of it. I don't think I've played it. Yeah, it's it. It's also sort of like a tactics game. The difference is it's mm-hmm. time travel based. So the conceit is that you know what all the enemies are going to do on their next turn. Yeah, it, it t- shows you exactly they're- what they're going to do, and you just have to use your abilities to stop them from killing you or or damaging like buildings and stuff. You know the turn order, how much damage everyone does. So it becomes like the first couple uh, teams you get are like pretty standard. But then you start getting teams that are all about like board positioning and moving your mechs so you can move your enemies and have them like, like sliding guys around other. and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really fun. It really feels like a puzzle game in a lot of aspects. Oh, and it's got adorable yeah, uh, 8-bit good. art. Yeah. It also has big robots. It's by the uh, mm-hmm. the FTL team, Corey, the Faster Than Light. If you played that, I don't remember. But oh, it's video on, game it, corner. It's on my uh, wish list, so yeah. It has a yeah, weird fun game. story. In uh, part. Like, one of the islands you go is obsessed with, like, human technology and, like, old technology. And, like, a mission that you have is, like, protect this old tank. It's shit. It, you can use it, but it won't do yes. anything. But please yeah, protect I, it. It's important to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this week, I don't have any talking about things to do. However, I do have uh, a character spotlight. I'm sorry, what's talking about things? I've only heard of Turbo, Blackmoose, uh, and Xeonimal. Yes, it's that. Sorry, <laughs> I, I got it wrong. Uh, but I did want to start doing some some uh, some actor spotlights again. 
Uh, and then I have kind of a fun fact, I guess, a- another type of spotlight before we get started. Actor spotlight. Uh, this episode centers on Ashley, who is the new Yellow Ranger, and she is played by Tracy Lynn Cruz, uh, who is, is you know, the actor spotlights are interesting because sometimes we'll do one and they went on to, to you know, do bit parts in a million uh, different, like, uh, soap operas and stuff like that. And sometimes they were only ever on Power Rangers. And that is the case for Ashley or uh, for Tracy Lynn Cruz. Pretty much it was just on Power Rangers. However, uh, doing some looking up for her, I found that uh, she's apparently a favorite at, at cons, like Power Rangers cons. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like really well liked by the fans and also uh, sort of snarkily. I saw some people saying she seems like she's one of the only Power Rangers actresses who was or actors or actresses. Who's mm. watched all their episodes, which I thought was very funny. So yeah, I guess that's a, to her credit. Um, her IMDb biography just basically says she was born in, in Orange County, California. Uh, she is Filipino American. Uh, and she was on Turbo in space and then in, a, in the Lost Galaxy, uh, team up episodes. Um, uh, it also says uh, she's was at least at one time best friends with Johnny Young Bosch, who uh, oh. convinced her to audition. So, I think that's cool. That is cute. Uh, so that's that. There's not that much there, but I really like her so far. The other thing to mention that that I think is is kind of important. So obviously the whole cast switched out uh, except for Justin. Um, and we're going to talk about it more, I'm sure. But, like, this episode just sort of pretends, as much as we joke about, like, haha, it's always been the Pink Ranger. Yeah. This episode mm-hmm. is like, yo, yeah. it's always been this way. There's yeah. there's really, there's <laughs> very and, little. And I'll be honest, I didn't expect anything different. I knew that was going to happen. But it would have still been cool if, if there was a little bit more introduction. anything, to like. Two of these people <laughs> just joined it's the school. Weird. Y'all are f- just becoming friends, like as a group. This is so yeah. Like oh no, yeah, it's, it's always been this way. You you know the Yellow Ranger? She loves yes. fashion. Yes, it is very strange. We don't really get a much of an introduction to these people. That said, I think. I was looking it up, and I think one of the reasons, because this episode just felt very different to me, and so I was trying to figure something out, uh, and and sure enough, um, this is the first episode with the new head writer for Power Rangers, mm. Judd Lynn, who will be the, uh, the head writer for, oh, let's see, um, like eight seasons? <laughs> From here on, yeah, I mean, it's not. Whenever you mention it, it the, this episode does have like a level of cohesion that even the better written ones didn't really have. You know what I mean? It, like, it, it 
feels different for sure in in a way he so i mean for one thing he thought of a thing for diva talks to do besides make a detonator yes that's true that is true <laughs> i think that may have been one of the issues i had with this episode is because having watched previous and older episodes where they felt kind of clunky and you were kind of falling into the next scene this one everything just kind of went yeah it's a little more cohesive and a little faster i think um but uh so Judd Lynn, uh, just a little bit of background on him as well. He was a uh, production manager and second unit director for Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Um, and then he got to direct a couple episodes, early episodes of Power Rangers Turbo, and was a staff writer uh, in early Turbo. And then... Um, you know, around here, he basically became uh, the the head writer and and one of the executive producers. Um, and mentioning it here, uh, he is the person who decided to make uh, the next season in space uh, because the Sentai is like video game themed. Mm-hmm. And it's he like was just VR, like, right? Right. Yeah. And he was like, nope, space. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, yeah. it paid off, I think. People love that season. I mean, so. there's, there's, it feels like Power Rangers has, has been trying to develop a mythology for a while of like a Star Trek esque one, you might even say, um, in terms of like developing the, the aliens and different cultures and having trying to have some cohesiveness with that, with the Equation Rangers. Um, it, it I, I, I have no idea what happened, but I could just imagine that this guy's been like trying to like make the show better for a while now and now he's could ahead be. and he's like, Yeah, he- now I get to do my ideas. <laughs> so so I just felt like that was worth mentioning because I do feel like the sh- the show has a little bit of a different feel uh in this episode. And also it might be it might sort of help explain um I know none of us are big sports people, but like I know that when you get a new coach, sometimes they get rid of a lot of the old players because it's like, this is sort of, you know, we're trying to make this our own or or whatever. That's something that will happen in sports. It might sort of be a similar thing here where he's like, yeah, I could like tie it harder into the older stuff, but I'm just going to, we're just going to go. So uh, with that, uh, this is episode 20 of Power Rangers Turbo, uh, Stitch Witchery. Oh, Stitch? From uh, Lilo Which is a fun End? name. Can I be here? I can't wait. Yes, yes. Yeah, Stitch is in this episode. And gets magic oh, powers. awesome. I love that guy. <laughs> he's adorable. 626. Mm-hmm. I love him, and he's my favorite. 626. Yeah. Huh, okay. That's his prisoner number, which I will I, never forget because uh, my girlfriend Veronica told me that's her birthday. <laughs> that's aw, why she loves Stitch well, so much. I, was, I remember <laughs> that now. I was just realizing that, like, uh, I was going to say, isn't that the the like multiverse number for the Marvel universe? That's, uh, that's six one six. That's yeah. close. Fucking nerds. I know we're dorks. <laughs> um, I once I once heard a professional wrestler call a stitch a d-lister when it comes to disney characters and that was the last time i heard anything you say mike quackenbush you're a coward and a liar <laughs> fuck yeah Lilo and fuck stitch is a great, great fucking movie good movie um so this is so we open on ashley uh designing a dress which 
Oh, okay. it's, a, it's another jacket, I think. Oh, yes. You're, I'm sorry. You're right. It is a jacket. Uh, this is... This I, opening I, part's confusing to me because, So this like, is something we need to address. They're in yeah. high school. Yes. Our, our last team graduated, and I thought that the new guys were not in high school, but I was no, incorrect. Teens. Yeah, yeah. They are teens again. They are in high school. Uh, and I guess mm-hmm. this is a class in high school... Which, I mean, I know we had electives, but... Also, they're not only teens, they're, I'm pretty sure, uh, juniors. Okay, so they got another year. What is that? (laughs) Okay. They're in high school Mm. during In Space. Every time Americans are like, oh, juniors, freshmen, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Just say the names of the year. Like, here it was like 10, 11, 12. A junior (laughs) would be 11th grade. Yeah, in, okay. in in America, it's freshman is ninth, ninth then uh, sophomore is tenth, junior is eleventh, and senior is twelfth. That doesn't make any sense. Juniors like See, should be like one of the earlier ones. <laughs> I've lost. I, I don't I've lost. get it either. <laughs> See, in Mexico, it's also like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, etc. But I kind of lost all like grasp with it. So now I just fall back to popular culture from TV and be like, yeah, you know, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. I have a question, and I maybe no one can answer this. Sometimes mm-hmm. in TV shows, they'll say someone, or in like cartoons especially, they'll be like, yeah, I'm in junior high. I don't know what mm-hmm. that is. What is a junior, junior high? Junior high is middle school. Yeah. Okay, it's, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, because, like, yeah. Seventh like, and eighth grade, right? Like, I, 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 we were talking off mic, we were talking a little bit about Persona 5, and I remember the Let's Play that you and Lexi did, and you two were so confused about, like, what year they were in, and yes. I'm just sitting there, like, shouting at the screen, because, well, like, I mean, I know it's it's Japan and not Canada, but, like, coincidentally, my high school was three years, yeah, so, like, uh, it was really yeah. easy for me to get, right? Like, Yeah, well, at that mm-hmm. time, neither of us really watched anime, and now I yeah, think I we know. would probably be able to figure well, it out. Well, I know, it's like, but... there's nothing, you didn't do anything wrong, it's just like, <laughs> you know how that is when you're watching a Let's Play, and it's something that is yeah. so obvious to you, and you're oh, like... Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, Ashley is making this jacket, and um, her teacher... Eh, I think that was just another student. Or another student is like, oh, I love your jacket... And she's like, oh, thanks. It's supposed to be trendy but timeless. And she's uh, like, no, that one's actually horrible. I mean, the other yeah. jacket. Well, this, yeah, what's the, confusing about this episode to me is because she says, like, the one you're making is shit. The one you're wearing is great. They're the and same. And then we're but supposed the to same. believe the rest of the... They're not the same. But well, we're supposed to believe for the rest of the episode that the one she's wearing sucks. So why does this random character come in to say that and confuse also, the narrative? Why is she wearing it if she thinks it sucks? Yeah, it, it's it's. By so, the way, it looks fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> later in the, yeah. Later in the episode, she'll explain that she made this like in eighth grade, I think. So yeah. So I thought maybe it was like sentimental value because mm. it's like one of the first things she designed, maybe. Um, but but yeah. She gets complimented on the one she's wearing, which is like a plaid yellow yeah. pink thing. So basically what happened was she watched Clueless, liked Alicia Silverstone's say, jacket, yeah, and made it again. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's a very... <laughs> it is very... It's like Clueless. Yeah. It's a good look, I don't want to be mean, but it's like bargain Clueless. Like, ah. it's there, but it also looks like a prop. It looks like something that 
the people in this show made, not something you went and bought. Yes, it 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 kind of looks like it's made it out of flimsy. just. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, like they just got a sheet of fabric and folded it over mm-hmm. like origami, and we're like, "This is a jacket now." <laughs> I, I think her her jacket that she's wearing looks fine. It's fine. It's not awful. It's yeah. just it it looks like a prop. Um, yeah, it just looks um, like it has stage quality to it. Like it was yes. made yes. for a play and not to be worn. Yeah. Okay. Cassie walks in uh, to say hi to her longtime best friend, the Yellow Ranger, mm-hmm. which, the again... The Pink Ranger has always been best friends with the Yellow Ranger. I don't see what I, the problem I guess... The, the one thing that's weird, though, is that they purposely made Cassie and TJ not prior residents of Angel Grove. Mm-hmm. If, if Cassie had always lived in Angel Grove, this would be a lot easier to buy. Yeah. I have yeah. chosen mm-hmm. to believe that we have had a time skip. Because it doesn't Ooh, make sure. any sense or, otherwise. Or, or actually, when you become a, so no, yeah, no, this is it. So <laughs> when you become a Power Ranger, when you get like when you get aligned with your color, because we all know that like you get aligned with a color, and that's like the color of your soul. Uh, as all these characters have shown us year after year, you receive like not the memories. But, like, the living experience or, like, this resonance from all the other previous rangers of that color. So all the pink rangers have this, like, core that they share, all the yellow ones. And there's just things like, yeah, no, she feels like she's always lived here because the pink ranger has always lived here. So so you don't get their memories, but, like... Reality yes. sort of makes a pink ranger shaped hole, and you or, like or slide like into it. Basically, is what powers, you're saying. You're p- so there's a bit of genetic memory yes, that goes on when you memory. get the power ranger. Yeah, it's powers. exactly <laughs> like the morphing grid changes their brain <laughs> to make them feel like no, this is totally normal. Like you've always been friends with the yellow ranger; she's your best friend. Well, I was going to yeah, go with that, the time that, skip. That's why the, the, the Pink Ranger in, um, in, in Time Force and the Yellow Ranger in Time Force don't have that relationship because at all. And she's a subordinate of, of her. That, <laughs> no, no, I'm legit here. The, the, it's gonna, the powers are going to be broken the moment Sauron, spoilers, dies. That cycle is going to end. And then they become okay, separate fine. individual powers. But until then, <laughs> the line was unbroken. I'll give you that. <laughs> I love how mad Emily gets when uh-huh. we do these. <laughs> like I was gonna go with the whole like, time skip Zach's idea. Explanation but is this so... makes more. No, this is way more yeah. fun. Let's go with genetic memory. Okay. Yeah, no, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, what was that thing from nine nine nine? Ryan replaced with why you know what I'm talking about. Uh, field. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, no, that's it. It's just like uh, the idea. So if you play Sudoku and you turn your DS sideways, anyways. <laughs> so anyway, Cassie comes in. I want and to believe. She's like, how's everything in, in high fashion? And uh, Ashley thinks uh, she she's just upset because she feels like she's lost her touch. Um. She shows a picture from Vogue of, like, okay, this is, very quickly, I think high fashion is cool, I enjoy it, 
I think it's pretty clear people are not expected to just wear the stuff that they show at like Paris Fashion Week out and around. Is the word I was looking for? Morphogenic field. It even has morphing in it. Perfect. Well, well done. So anyway, uh, that stuff is like art. It's they're like art pieces, and she shows a picture from Vogue. Of this person, like, wearing toy planes attached to them, and is like, I don't understand fashion anymore. And I'm like, you're making a, like, a a, a work jacket. Like, it yeah. doesn't have to look crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. <okay. laughs> uh, um, and now we get the best thing ever, which is the periscope coming out of a cup oh, of, out of the hot cocoa. cocoa. It's with yeah. a little marshmallow. marshmallow on top. <laughs> It's yeah, so it's great. I love the periscope gag. It's always funny. Uh, yeah, it's got a marshmallow hat, which is perfect. Um, and then and we cut to the new the, intro. The new intro, which which shows uh, everybody as like their civilian form with a picture in picture of the the ranger, which is cool. Uh, that's different than the last one, so that's neat. Yeah, it's kind of reminiscent of the first season. Yeah. The thing it did, but yeah. Uh, and then we have a uh, Balkan Skull back in, in their cop uniform. In their co- well, are they? It's their like detective uniforms, I think. The they like jackets, like cops to me. Oh, I got so I, lost with know. the butt rock. Hold on, let me. Because I was saying, I I, we'll f- I've loved every intro. Is just just theme butt rock. It's just so good to listen to. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, I have to say that Jason Narvi. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay, the, that's those are leather man. jackets they're wearing. With uh, okay, button up shirt and uh, skull has a wonderful uh, cheetah print uh, necktie. The cheetah yeah. print tie rules. His hair, um, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> that is what Corey's hair looked like in the '90s. So I mean, it just it <laughs> Fair was. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and then uh, Lieutenant Stone, and then that's it. Uh, we cut back to, um, so okay, two, three episodes ago. Balkan Skull got unmonkeyed, and they were invisible. Yeah. In the two-parter, that happened on the beach. In the two-parter, they were not <laughs> in the two-parter. In this episode, we cut to the beach where Balkan Skull are invisible. Did they just stay there for, like, mm-hmm. a week? Like, what? I don't understand. Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, they they're they're invisible and they're doing some fun shenanigans uh, on a, a little innocent family. They steal some of their picnic food. F- folks, do not take open sandwiches to the beach <sighs> and put it on the ground. Gross. Mm. <laughs> I don't like this. Well, you don't like a, a original. Wait, not original. Uh, a natural sandwiches. <laughs> oh, God, nice <laughs> joke there, Corey. <laughs> uh, no, placing Michael here in this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, big shoes to fill, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they steal some sandwiches. There's some really funny green screen of them like lifting things uh, and, and their footsteps and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the family freaks out, rightfully, and just screams and run away, runs away, which is good. Um, there's. Let me ask y'all a question. Uh, there's a shot of the 
picnic blanket they brought depressing? Uh, that's bolts and behind. That's how, yeah, that's it's an bolts ass, behind. right? Yes. It's yeah. a butt print. Okay, that's what I thought. It's I his just... thick butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's his juicy yams. <laughs> now, what I will say about that, as being a large man myself, the depressions he leaves, his behind is made of, like, stone or something, because they're just perfectly round. Well, also, sand, like... No, he, he does cr- he does a lot of crunches, okay? Yeah. To, get that, <laughs> to get that immaculate shaped ass. <laughs> sand doesn't normally work that way, but okay, fine. So they're excited. They, they basically are like, man, I always wanted to be invisible, because you wouldn't have to work. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I mean, yeah, because I guess you can steal easier. Yeah, but like, I guess you know, just take everything. Um, so they just seem very excited. No, about the, the, the f- weird part is like Bulk's like, you don't have to bathe anymore, and he's so excited about not having to bathe, and it's like, is he six? Like, what the fuck? And oh. like, also, if you start if you stop bathing. People are going to smell you. Right. That's what I was going to say. I would think if anything, bathing would become more important because like if you stop bathing, then your your ability to go unnoticed might might go away. Um, We cut back to Ashley and Cassie. uh, And here's where Ashley says, you know, I don't get it. I made this in eighth grade. Um, I think it's sort of tacky. And I don't really like it. And Cassie's like, yeah, I sort of agree with you. Um, I, I like Cassie. Um, yeah, Mike yeah. Um, was like, uh, "Don't even start you oh. over there." Um, hi, Cassie. Uh, <laughs> Fabby said hi. Um, hi, Fabby. He's she's she's kind of a little bit like snarkier than Rangers yes, have in the is. past. Like I would say, like Zach was pretty close to that in the first season, but she's just a little bit more like. Like she's a Raphael, he described of this of this. Yeah, uh, she team. she has a little little bit of snark to her, which is something that's been missing because it's everyone, really appreciated. Everyone is usually just super nice and chipper, which is fine, but you you want a little bit of an edge. Um, uh, but she says, yeah, well, you know, maybe people just didn't want to hurt your feelings uh, when they were saying they liked it, and then we get this limo pulls up. And this lady steps out, and I swear I didn't know. I thought this was gonna be Diva Talks. Me too. Like she even says dis- like Diva in a weird way. That's like she like, she like accentuates the word Diva, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay. So it's this high fashion looking lady, and she comes over to Ashley, and she says, "I've never seen anything like your jacket." And I, I've seen everything, and I know that that's an original jacket, and I want to buy your design from you. And does she even mention her name in this? Yeah, she says her name is Delicia Enevil. Okay. It's like, come on, her name is Delicious Evil. Like, yes, big <laughs> mood. Well, but for me, it's like she has Vogue magazine. Like, she reads about fashion designers. Wouldn't she be like, I've never heard of you? Who oh, the yeah, hell totally. Are you? Yeah. I was just saying, yeah, like, if you're into the scene, you would, like, 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 Diva Talks could have even impersonated one of the fashion designers she likes in terms of name, because like, who knows how much you've seen these people, right? But, like, no, it's just, it's just, she doesn't remark on it at all, and it's a kid's show, so, like, whatever. I love her line, where 
like this this lady's like you know tr- like do you like fashion and she goes like oh yeah i'm in fashion class <laughs> honestly yeah. that's me notice me senpai that's, you know, that's more than me. anything i'm in design class is what she says and it's like whenever <laughs> anyone gives me gives me any compliments i'm like yes here let me tell you all about it please like me yes oh i just think it's funny because like I took home ec. I'm not a chef. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. She, she, she says, do you want to be part of the fashion world? And Ashley's like, oh, yeah, that's all I want. I'm in design class again. I mentioned this. <laughs> it's really good. This is the delivery of it. It's very and, funny. And she's like, okay, call me if you want to be a fashion designer. Um, you got to know when opportunity knocks. She never actually says... Okay, I will sell you this jacket, as far as I can tell. But uh, this lady seems to have taken that as as yes. She also doesn't take the jacket with her, which is important to note because they're going to make a bunch of clones of it, basically. Well, they, the, okay, like when we get to the, I will say my piece on those jackets. But yeah, okay. Wait. But yeah, so <laughs> she gets back in the. Uh, uh, limo and it pans over and Divatox is right next to her which uh, surprised me because I for sure thought that was so I thought that was Divatox then I thought that Divatox just hired a lady yeah, which I was too. like oh my god incredible she just went and found a person <laughs> <laughs> um, but she says okay so make these jackets we're going to make a ton of them uh, and it's going to be Everybody in Angel Grove's gonna wear one, and then, and then, ha 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 ha! We evil. are evil. Yes. Uh, and then this lady turns into the uh, a monster, which is uh, uh, maybe the time for uh, us to go to the Car Ranger Garage because what is this monster design? Stop at the Car Ranger Garage. So, the storyline in the Sentai episode is similar to this in a lot of ways. Um, it pretty much, like, starts off with um, uh, Signal Man sees uh, a car getting chased by a bunch of Bozoks. Like, really clearly, there's, like, a bunch of Wumpers chasing it. And then he stops the, the, Bozo- the, the Wumpers, and then, like the person comes out of the car is this monster who's just like, oh, I'm a fashion designer alien. And like, cool, Mm -hmm. we've seen friendly aliens. Like, sure, why not? And then she's like, I want to give you this jacket for saving me, much like the episode. And then it turns out, he like, he like turns around and asks the yellow racer and the pink racer, um, what they think of the jacket. And they say it looks terrible. (laughs) And he gets really angry. And yeah, it's an anger inducing jacket. Um, uh, w- some notable stuff is we see, um, her making, like, actually building the giant jacket they use later in the episode, which is a really funny shot. Oh, of, that like, jacket. Of, yes. like, of it, like, leading up this, this long sheet of plaid up to, like, her on a sewing machine, like a normal ass, like, machine sewer. And, um, in the, uh, and partly why I wanted to mention it later is it changes a lot of the Zord fight. Okay. So maybe I'll get back to this when that happens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, this this monster is like an evil alien fashion designer. Oh, which one is more great. thing is is they are they are coded as male in the original Sentai. In okay. fact, they seem to be a very effeminate stereotype of a male gotcha. fashion designer. I mean, the monster's wearing lipstick. 
Um, they they have very effeminate um, mannerisms. I I can understand why parents are like, no, let's just go with a woman. Yeah, try and not like the, be offensive. The design <laughs> is not really much to write home about. I don't think it's no, like it's a, not one of the better monsters. It's got a tie, which is funny, but other than that, it's sort of just like. I don't know. I, I did go to the, the Ranger Rookie to see her name because I forgot because it's they don't say it a lot in the Sentai. Uh, ZZ Zeri or ZZ Zeri. Um, okay. And also, I need to mention this Ranger Rookie article because the summary of the episode is fucking bonkers. <laughs> it's like, like I'll just read it out, and every time I pause is like a period. Zonette looks longingly at the Earth and pining over Red Racer. Rich Hiker approaches her and whispers to her. She thinks to herself and nods to him. She then shouts to the others. Their attention is drawn to him, but Rich Hiker is embarrassed. He coughs and says he's off to another mission to get the car into Stigleman. And it just it just recaps the entire episode like that. Uh, somebody needs an editor. It's okay. either bad fan fiction or someone is trying to make, like, poetry. I mean, it's just literally what happens with, with no context of, of why they were talking. Like... Yeah, it's, that's not how you recap. You need to be like, this person decides to do that. Yeah. So we cut now to uh, the the bad guys, uh, the Piranatrons making these jackets, I guess. Or, or more accurately, they're dipping them in anger potion, quote unquote, which is uh, what um, what Divatox calls it. Uh, so they're gonna, they're, make sure that every, every person who puts on one of these potions gets super pissed off. Also, uh, also Elgar is here and he's having Yay. a nice chocolate bar, which I just enjoy. <laughs> that he's been saving for weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they say, yeah, like, okay, well, we still need to get people to come back to get more, which doesn't make sense with or what Or to happens. even, like, a... I'm, yeah, because like it, it made more sense if she was like, we need people to like buy the jackets in the first place, right? So she yanks his chocolate and throws it in because that will make it more enticing, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I was expecting and, because after she throws his chocolate in, you know, he dives in to try and find it. I was expecting later on in the episode to find out that him, you know, reaching into the vat screwed up the potion or something somehow. <laughs> Nope, that would be too much uh, forward thinking. Uh, so then we cut to a scene in which, okay, so Balkan Skull went from "We'll never have to work again" to mm-hmm. street performers. Weird, yeah, yeah, to this weird scheme. I love this. Like they could just be like, "No, we're just thieves, and we're just gonna." steal what we need, and just live life. It's like, no, fuck it. We're performers? Yes. We're putting up a show? It's great. That is totally it. in character of Bulk, too. He yeah. wants to be the center of attention. He's dressed like a magician, except that he has, like, the Invisible Man, like, like uh, wrappings around okay. his face. yeah. And the thing about the Invisible Man is, like, his whole thing is, like, he has to be completely naked to be invisible. But we see later that Bulk and Skull's clothes that they were wearing, I guess, when they were originally... Which isn't really mm-hmm. the case, actually, I think about it. But anyways, they, they were in clothes. So right. are they wearing clothes under the Over suit? Over their clothes, yes. Yeah, it's clothes. the only <laughs> Double logical answer. Also, I can see his skin on like underneath his glove, like his arm, because it's exposed constantly in this effects, shot. <laughs> special effects are hard. Uh, yeah. 
but he's he he's like you basically using skull who i guess is naked or or whatever who and knows. It, no he's in his cl- he's in his invisible clothes his invisible has. clothes to mm. like levitate stuff essentially and uh then he says now for my greatest trick ever and he takes the wrappings off and his face is invisible and everyone's like wow except and and, re- and remember i made fun of the special effects but in the context of the scene this is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, that would be incredible. If, and this kid's like, "You stink! It's, it's all fake." fake. Yeah. Like, wow, did he fake it, kid? <laughs> you know, I, if I saw that, I would be freaking the fuck out. But yeah, yeah this, this and then he he does the most rudest shit and reaches in and grabs a tip out of yeah. the tip jar. Yeah. I don't even know if he put that there. He, if he's just no, stealing money not. from them, like what a yeah. piece of shit! This kid fucking sucks. That is that is the it's wild, such a like taking money out of a tip. Oh, jo- okay, one time I was drinking and I was at a bar, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and I attempted yeah. to I attempted to tip someone the the, and I put a twenty in the thing by accident. That's gone. You can't take that back. Yeah. Like, because even if you try to explain, like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I did that by... Like, that is the... Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It's the no. shittiest thing in the world to do. And I don't think that was his. I think he's stealing from these people, basically, because he doesn't like their show. Uh, uh, I don't know where his mother or father is, but, like, come on. <laughs> This one time I was, I was on a date downtown here in San Antonio in the Riverwalk. And there is this place where the Riverwalk goes under a bridge and it's really pretty. There's like art installations. And there was uh, this guy playing the violin. And, uh, and we're walking. It's really pretty. And I grabbed from my purse, like a five or a 10 or something to put in the, in the, um, I uh, was called in the instrument case that had money in it. Right. And because I'm very smart, I just let it drop and then I just see it fly and I'm like, shit, it's gonna fall in the river. <laughs> so I did you see me let go of my date and try to grab this like five bucks because I felt really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so <laughs> <laughs> it was not it was a good thing. But yeah, so so he takes this tip out of the tip jar. And then he is magically levitated off the ground because Skull grabs him. Uh, and he's just like, okay, Jeff, fine, take the dollar. And he runs away. Um, he, he runs past all the rangers except Ashley, uh, who are... So I guess I should say this is happening at, like, I don't know, like a little street plaza. Like, there's tables and stuff set up. I'm not exactly sure walk. where yeah, they are. Yeah, this is just like the yeah, boardwalk. boardwalk. Sure. Um, and, uh, they see, the rangers see these, like, jackets, uh, and there is a cute little moment where Cassie and TJ link arms, which, uh, makes sense to me, because I'm pretty sure they're, they are for sure gonna be dating. I mean, like, what happens is, like, he's like, oh, hey, fashion, and she's like, oh, shall we check it out, and puts her hand out dramatically, like, it's really, it's a really cute scene. Yes. And they have more chemistry in this one moment than Tommy and, and Tommy Kim ever did or Kat oh, yeah. ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, these ki- I mean, even just TJ speaking a line is so much more, like, characterful than, like, it's not even that good. It's just 
God, Jason David Frey was bad. I was saying, I really like TJ as an actor. Like TJ's yeah. fun. Yeah, he's. I, I like yeah. every all the new guys really. Um. So there's these jackets that. So here's the thing. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say go earlier that yeah, I wanted can, to go off about this. Go for it. Half of these are just t-shirts and not jackets, and also they're not the jacket she designed. No, they're just all plaid. And right, she didn't it's, fucking mm-hmm. invent just plaid. plaid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. There was no plaid in the Power Rangers world until young, <laughs> young Ashley was like, "Hmm, what if you did this? What if like, checkers?" I, that just really mm-hmm. annoyed me. Even though, like, I know it's because it's a TV show and it can live so many of the jacket, but fuck, and also like. The one that, like, Cassie picks out, for instance, actually looks really good on oh, her. Oh, the pink one? Yeah, the pink one <laughs> yeah, actually like, legit he... looks good on her. Yeah. yeah so, like, but... and then later on, they're all, you know, they're ugly, and but whatever. Right. They're not... It... <laughs> and people are, so people are kind of going crazy over these. Like, they said anger potion, but it... I don't know. It doesn't quite read that way. It's more like... It's selfish. It's greed. Um, so they all put one on and then immediately start being dicks to each other. Uh, oh, it is worth mentioning. They basically say like, oh, we should get them to support Ashley or or something along those lines. Um, and then once they put them on, they're all dicks to each other. Justin, Mm -hmm. Justin, in the first interaction he's had with the new Rangers whatsoever, purposefully spills an ice cream cone on Cassie, which is yeah. great to be a to be a dick, and then points and laughs at her and she calls just, him a little just, weasel. Justin is a really good part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny to me. Uh and then uh Cassie tries to throw a drink on him but misses and hates TJ. We cut to uh Divatox and she's like, haha, it's working uh, just, perfectly. I was but, just thinking of something I I think I think now I might be wrong. The show might prove me wrong as we go forward, but I wouldn't. I don't. I, I could imagine Justin becoming a much better character and part of the show at this point because he's no longer the only new cast member. Yeah, and they won't put such a focus on him because yeah, that's he's actually true. entertaining in this episode as like a bratty little kid. Because you don't have to like prove he's the coolest because he's the yeah. new one. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So this is when we are informed, and and this is maybe going back to our new writer. Uh, not only is this not a a uh, bomb plot uh, by Diva Talks, but this is a distraction so that she can steal some gems that are being shipped to the museum, which is wild for her. I love it. Uh, and it's so like cartoon villain, like old is comic book villain. Also, my favorite thing in this whole episode is that is that then we cut over to the museum and uh, there are just boxes that say gems on them, just these <laughs> big crates that say gems, and it's just very funny to me. The cartoony way that everyone runs away from Elgar and the and the Piranatrons is very good too. Uh, Elgar Elgar is great in this. He shows up. And just sees a box, reaches into it, and uh, pulls out a pirate hat, and is like, "Ha Time to plunder the booty." I like the uh, truck silly. in the background. The Angel Grove Construction Company. I mean, I guess maybe they're <laughs> re- renovating a wing of the museum or something. But this sure. just feels like the loading dock out behind the the 
Hey, I mean, think about it, Corey. They have giant monster attacks constantly. The construction has so much work to do. That's true. true. But isn't it always in the warehouse district? Not always. Like, I mean, the recent (laughs) one where um, uh, the new, I mean, when the, when the ranger switchover happened was specifically in in a residential area because they were like evacuating people and stuff. Yeah. So we cut um, to the command center where Ashley is uh, uh, walks in and is like, hey, where Alpha, where is everybody? Uh, and not, hey, Alpha, you're a weird robot and I'm still not <laughs> used to this. But, you know, whatever is fine. Um, he's trying to reach them and uh, he sees on the viewing screen uh, all of them fighting. Justin's jacket, by the way, looks horrible. It, that's the yeah. one I do want to specifically. It's that just, like, it reminds I mean, me of TJ Easter. TJ looks okay. Carlos doesn't work because he's got a neon green shirt under it. But yes, it's, yeah. it's very Eastery. It's it's like all the peeps colors matched together. <laughs> and I don't like it. Isn't Carlos um, and TJ wearing basically the same, the exact yeah, same? Yeah, they have essentially the same one, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it works better on TJ because the color. Oh yeah, the red saying, definitely like... works better with his coat. <laughs> so they're all shoving each other, and Ashley's like, "Well, that's weird." Uh, so I'm gonna go figure what out what's going on. Uh, and Alpha's like, "You can't." Uh, Divatox is stealing from the museum. You have to go stop that first. And she she rightfully is like, "Um, by myself." Again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a new ranger too. Like, yeah. And Ash, uh, so Ashley morphs. It's a new morph sequence. Which it's better. It's a way better. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot shorter. Um, they don't call out anything. They don't call out like their Zord names. Which, again, to be fair, I thought the car names were stupid. <laughs> yeah, midsize um, SUV. Yes, exactly. But. Uh, <laughs> But it's a lot faster, and it doesn't have the bad CG for the helmet, so I, I like it a lot more. Um, so she shifts into Turbo, heads over to the museum. I just uh, want to say really quick, I, I, Corey, you made a joke there, but like that would have been better if they were like actual cars and they were like yeah. saying what they are. You mean like, that would have been better than like Mountain Blast Fury Lime? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, if you were, like, a big car head, you'd be like, oh, I love that car, you know what I if, mean? Like, if, that would have been cool, actually. If Tommy, if Tommy just yelled, sports car, and that's... <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's, like, even more specific than that, like, he goes, you know, Lamborghini, or, like, oh, you know, sure, I mean, they, would yeah. to, they would have to pay, so that's why they won't do that ever, but you know what I mean, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, four-door sedan. <laughs> so. Yeah. Be, yeah, someone would be cool, like, RX-78. The other guy's just, like, Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> yeah, kids, kids a Camry. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Station wagon. <laughs> so, uh, I this is my favorite Elgar bit of the episode. He is opening a crate back at the museum. He says, maybe there's a video game in here. Uh, okay. And then he pulls, he pulls something out and it's a maraca and he's so excited. He goes, a maraca! (laughs) Like, like it's the best thing he's ever seen and it makes me laugh. I have questions about this museum's, uh, uh, safety features because, um, it's like just, 
just loose gold coins and loose gems just yeah. just rattling about in those boxes. It's also like what is it a, what is it a museum of? Cuz they've got maracas and video games and coins and I mean I don't just... think they have video games, Zach. I think that's Elgar being an idiot. Well, they, <laughs> but like, I don't know, maybe they do. <laughs> But, like, yeah, no, I, I get what Corey's saying. Like, what kind of display would that be? Like, here's a mountain of gold coins. <laughs> like, seems like a bad and, call. Yeah. Uh, he was asking to be robbed by a supervillain. Uh, you know? So, Ashley shows up, and there's a pretty decent little fight scene here. Uh, I was going to ask, though, what what do you think What do you think Elgar plays? This is, like, Super Nintendo era still, right? Uh, let's do a quick time check. Uh, he uh, definitely power. feels like a Crash Bandicoot slash Spyro Ooh. player to Ooh. me. If, if, if... Edgy? Just anything edgy? Well, just more like the fun platformers like Gex and... and Yeah, if, if it's his PlayStation era, then I, I totally agree. It is, uh, let's see, this is, we are in... 1997. Like, late, mid-1997. PlayStation Oh, yeah, that's PlayStation. I think that's when Fonzie 7 came out. PlayStation 1 came out in 95. So, yeah, I bet some of those, like, also ran, like, Gex and stuff like that. Yeah, he's got Jumping Flash, and, like, I think you're right in that. It's it's all, like, the most basic, colorful shit, because he couldn't hand... He's way into He does not play RPGs like, like, like Tommy does. He can't... Right. He doesn't doesn't care about all that number shit, you know? He doesn't have the attention span. (laughs) Uh, so, so this fight scene's good. I really like it. Um, I can't tell if this is uh sentai footage but i don't it's not i think it is yeah it's original footage i mean there's piranatrons in it zach oh right i forgot okay Mm -hmm. thank you for reminding me yeah it's a good fight scene um the uh i I even think the suits look better in this episode but that might be my brain playing tricks on me um so anyway uh she fights them gets tossed around a little bit uh, so, so she calls for Alpha again and he's like, ah, sorry, you're on your own. Um, so she is able to, uh, basically kind of trick Elgar into, uh, going outside the little, uh, like the loading dock, mm-hmm. uh, and then cut the chain so that it closes the, uh, uh, the door so that they can't get into the, the dock where all the, the gyms are, um, uh, then she runs away, uh, having stopped them briefly, uh, and finds the other rangers, and she's like, why didn't you help me? And they're like, blah, blah, blah. We're uh, so mad. And then, like, Justin's like, oh, I'm not mad at you, Ashley. <laughs> so, when that part, ha- I physically had brain damage when I heard him say it that. Was- I just burst out laughing because of how bad and stupid it was. <laughs> I forgot. I kind of forgot about not, to be completely honest. How, how would you forget that? That's the best part of his episode. Is no, no, no. I mean, not. I forgot about that being a thing. Like, okay. the, the whole, like, yeah, I think it's good. That's a great jacket. Not. not like that thing from the 90s. I forgot. Um, also, I don't want to gloss over Cassie's line. Which is so? Uh, so Carlos says, "Help you! I bought this jacket to help you." And Cassie says, "Me too." And I think they're low rate garbage, <laughs> <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're all being shitty to her. Uh, 
uh, and she she seems like genuinely hurt and like runs away, which I will give I will give them this. Uh, the Power Rangers had gotten too good at realizing when it was a plan, like an evil plot, because they'd been Power Rangers for a long time. Ashley hasn't been a Power Ranger for that long, so she doesn't figure it out immediately. <laughs> and I feel like even if she she did know that, it it would still be hard to hear. It would still be mean, you know yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, um, like you, you can understand as a concept, oh, they're mind-controlled, but, like, still, it still hurts, you know? Right. But I, I do don't think she knows yet at this point. I mean, she was kind of a little bit clued into it earlier, it seemed like, but yeah. So she said, uh, so Diva Talk says, okay, well, I've got four out of five, but I got to crack this yellow ranger somehow. And she sees the blue centurion through her little mm. spyglass uh, and is like, ha ha, I know what I could do. If I could put a coat on this guy, it'll be great. This is leads to easily the best part of the episode. This was already a pretty fun episode. And then blue centurion gets involved and I get very happy because... Um, so, uh, Elgar goes up and, and, like, pushes this cart with all the jackets on it, uh, down a hill, so it's causing a danger, uh, and Blue Centurion leaps into action to help this cloaked woman, uh, from getting, to stop her from getting run over. And, and then she's not even, like, a monster? So why did she wear this ostentatious coat? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like coat. not evil. Just She's totally not evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. Oh, wait. Or, or is it not the lady? Is it, it, it not is, the monster? It is it the is lady. It's the monster, okay, but I mean, is. like, why is she disguised to such a degree when she right. already looks like a human? Like Fair. So she's like, thank you so much. Oh, here, you must try one of these coats. And Blue Centurion's like, no, I couldn't accept, though yellow is my favorite color, which I love. Uh, and she puts this coat on him. And it is really, it is really cute that yellow is his favorite, considering he has very little yellow on him. <laughs> I, well, I love that he's his favorite color is is not blue. Like that's yeah, very that's what funny. I mean. <laughs> like, he's mostly blue. <laughs> And uh, by the way, if you if you don't normally watch the episodes, please try to find a picture of Blue Centurion in this big stupid coat because it's hilarious. I mean, like, there's really some funny. ninety shoulder pads he's got going yes, on. Yes. Yeah, like he's he's got these big ass pauldrons. So like, imagine like wow pauldrons with a shirt over it. Yes, yeah, it's great. Uh, he says, uh, and then he like freaks out, obviously, because uh, yeah. Well, first he says, like, I can't accept. That's, like, against my code. But then he's like, ah, I've done enough for these ingrates. Yeah. Why can't and I have something nice? I like that in in, in, the, in Signal Man, when he gets the code, he's, like, very clearly like, oh, I can't accept that, but still clearly wants it. And then he's like, oh, I guess I'll take it. But this guy didn't get tricked until he had the code on exactly. Right. Um... So we cut over to Ashley, who gets contacted. Oh, well, by you Alpha. forgot the so 
uh, I almost called him Signal Man. Blue Centurion gets the coat, puts it on, and then Evil Woman is like, oh, but look over there. And there's this dude crossing the street where the horn gets honked him, and then he goes up and, like, humps the car. He does hump it. He starts, like, smacking it and humping it, and it's It's weird. It's very strange. And then then Centurion goes after him. He's like, oh, no, how dare you hump a car in public? You know what what I like is she goes, like, that guy crossed the uh, line. He he, he exited the crosswalk, and that's why he's going after him, not because, like, he's insulting his car. He's jaywalking. Because... Because here's the thing is that uh, Blue Centurion is now pissy, but he is still a traffic cop, so he's still <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> Ashley calls Alpha, and or no, sorry, Alpha calls Ashley, and she's crying, and it's very sad. Um, and he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't know. I'm sad. And he's Alpha's like, Whoa, well, she Blue says Cent- that she's okay, because yeah. he's like... Are you crying? Are you okay? No, I'm okay. And then, yeah. But he says, Blue Centurion's gone berserk again. (laughs) And uh, the other rangers won't answer me. And I help. (laughs) Uh, And she's like, okay, I'm on my way. Uh, And uh, I think she does a good job in this scene. That that she's, like, kind of really upset. Um, They... uh, she shows up uh, to stop in in uh, Blue Centurion, who, and she's like, "What are you doing with that jacket on?" And he says, "Aha, intruder! After my jacket, are you?" <laughs> and it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Intruder in this public area. Right. He pulls a gun out and shoots at her, and she's like, "Wait, can I complain about? Y'all didn't think it was weird that Alpha was like, oh, or, hey, Ashley." You're obviously crying and not alright. Just go and do your job. Well, Fuck everyone else. Oh yeah, Alpha's a fucking asshole. I mean, it's, yeah. it's part Zordon tech, and and he never cared. So well, why? I, mean, I feel like I feel like Alpha Five would have cared. Alpha Six is a fucking prick. He he, he asks, but then even though clearly she's not okay, he's like, okay, well, she said she's fine, so I guess uh, <laughs> we'll go send her. No, and he doesn't even connect like. Huh, only one ranger can do anything. Maybe there's something going on here. It was like, no, well, I guess you gotta go work. Like, Zordon was sometimes, like, he was kind of hands-off, too. But, like, she's way more hands-off, Demetria and this new alpha. And, like, they don't help them at all. It's kind of, like, why are they even there? And (laughs) I will for sure agree that, that, like... Alpha, you could probe a little bit more, dude. Ask a couple more questions. <laughs> um, but so, so uh, he shoots at uh, Centurion, shoots at Ashley, and she's like, oh, why are they all wearing these jackets? And she finally starts figuring it out. Um, and then Blue Centurion, this is my favorite moment of the episode, Blue Centurion <laughs> holds his gun up in the air and says, at last, free to wear high, high fashion. fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's pretty great. Uh, so uh, she calls Alpha and 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 then uh, runs over to the others, and uh, she finally figures it out and says, "Okay, I want you guys to give me your jackets." And they're like, "What? No, get lost. We paid good money for these, even though they just said they hate them." Which, okay, fine. Um. And uh, then she says, oh, well, actually, they overcharged you. And 
Cassie, that that one's the wrong size, and uh, which I don't <laughs> like this part because no, it sucks. The, the it implication, really sucks. the implication is like, oh. That makes you look fat? Question mark or something? Well, uh, no, well, that, okay, yeah. I mean, I think she was just like saying it's too big for you. Yeah, that's where I went. Was the too big? But like, what 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 I didn't really like was the next part where uh-huh. she goes, Justin, that's a girl's shirt. Oh shit, gender! I want to wear it. It's like fuck off. Like gender it, in my Power Rangers. I know mm. that little kids are sometimes like that, but it's still shitty, and there's no reason it, to do it, it, it that does way. Suck, but like they shouldn't be like showing it as like a good normal thing for you to do, right? You or know? or the fact that the way to solve the problem is to to play on stereotypes, basically. Like the one <laughs> yeah, way they like, could have handled that is. Traditionally, there is a different cut in clothing for you know boys and girls. If she had said something like "That's not the right cut for you," then yeah, like that yeah. doesn't fit or something like that. Um, but they finally are like, "Oh!" and they they throw the the coats off, and they essentially all say that they were like dreaming, or or like well, they feel like they're waking up from a haze or something. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh my god, I missed you guys so much, and then leads them over to Blue Centurion. <laughs> it's just kicking shit over and shooting lasers Yeah, Blue Centurion's not yeah. angry, he's just gone on a rampage. Like, he was destroying flowers, and now he's doing whatever. He's just, he's just being a dick. Yeah, and... No and, and <laughs> <laughs> in in car injury they kind of keep they show them that they like have this device where they keep amplifying his anger so at first he's he's a little bit angry but not like this like there's a build up but this right. is just like full on rampage <laughs> yeah it's very very funny looking uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back Hey, do you kids like anime? No, wait, come back. Here at Lupin Lottery, for some reason, we've all agreed to watch the entirety of Lupin the Third, the classic anime about the renowned thief and his wacky heists. What's more, we're watching as much of it as possible in a completely random order to be greeted with some fresh nonsense on a weekly basis. So join Holly, Mark, and Jess as we make our way through one of the most enduring anime properties of all time and invent a new canon based on randomly strung together episodes. Sometimes it's bad. And sometimes it's good. But you can usually count on it being extremely silly. Welcome back. So uh, everybody shows up, Morphson shows up to uh, stop Blue Centurion from his uh, rampage. And this is Sente footage now. Yes, yeah, yeah, I could tell. tell. Um, so, we could tell earlier, so I just wanted to make sure. I know, <laughs> I'm, I'm very dumb. Uh, so <laughs> they show up and um, the monster is off in the corner watching. Uh Blue Centurion yells at them that they will he, not cramp his style. And instantly great. calls his giant robot. <laughs> I mean, just escalating. Yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't have to abide by the no escalation rules. Uh, 
he calls his big robot. He then jumps into his big robot, still wearing the, the jacket, which is my favorite thing. It's just so good. And he says, I'll show them how to dress for success by shooting them with this big robot. <laughs> um, so he goes into battle mode. Uh, and then they, you know, well, now what do they got to do? They got to call their, their, tur- their turbo Zord. I, I sort of wish he would just have started shooting at them, but no, uh, they, they just get their robots out. And then we get a robot on robot fight or, or a Zord on Zord fight, which we don't it's, get that often. It's a pretty fun fight and lots of punches. Yeah. Um, and so I was going nice to say, it's, see- it's been a while since I've actually seen these Zord iterations, uh-huh. and I really like the Turbo Megazord, yeah. and I yeah. really like his Zord as well. Yeah, there, there. We've definitely got. I think a lot of uh, guests have been like, "Oh man, the Turbo Megazord's cool," which I, I agree. I like it. Um, so they fight and for a then, while, and then yeah, and then, and then, and then. I know we already discussed it, but a missile with a big so jacket funny. attached to it. It's so funny and there's no reason like, it's like like in the in the the fiction of the power rangers like it, sh- it doesn't work on like a machine that doesn't have a soul like no like no, policeman copier it is it is it's, only for appearances it is not magic so funny <laughs> it's just a big fucking it shirt. powers him up in the sentai but here it's no reason they stop fighting I, as soon as he stops wearing it no i genuinely like I felt like the first time I saw like a dog wear clothes where where it's like, oh, I didn't know that could happen. And it's incredible. That's how I felt because I was like, oh, I didn't realize you could put clothes on the big robots. (laughs) 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 That's the best. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he's just got this big jacket. It looks so silly because obviously you can't. Yeah. and I mean, it doesn't fit. Cassie says like. I mean, TJ says, we gotta get that jacket off of him, and Cassie's like, yeah, and it looks even worse in mega size. <laughs> yes, yes. I do love that Cassie continues to make fun of how bad the jacket looks. Also, <laughs> because he's evil, he now pulls out uh, two giant knives. Yeah. The, the Robo, Robo uh, Racer. Um, and uh, Ashley says, man, I really wish I, uh, I hadn't dreamed up those jackets. And uh, TJ tries the special maneuver of just jumping it from yeah. their cockpit into the other cockpit. And here's where I kind of want to go a bit more about the the Car Ranger. So I'm gonna like, okay. hit stop here. Um, in the, in the Power Rangers episode, he like makes some line about how he's gonna use like his shut off switch or something, which is a random thing that gets brought up just to explain why he like stopped resisting right. and he can take it off. So in the in the Sentai um, Car Ranger. What happens is uh, the red ra- racer leaves the Megazord again and like goes into the thing, but and he's they have no idea why Signal Man's acting weird because Signal Man's like the only case of someone wearing a jacket and going crazy. So they like don't see the correlation. So they look down and they see he sees like the bad guys and he's like, oh, they must be controlling Signal Man with the jacket. So like, um. And, like, he has a little controller thing controlling his anger. So what he does is he orders, like, the green racer and the blue racer to go down and start, like, and, and, and like, knock the controller out of their hands. And then the shock of that lets lets him, like, take the jacket off of Signal Man. But, like, 
that's not all that happens. There's like a huge fight down there with, with um, Zelmoda, the, the Elgar equivalent, and like a bunch of Wumpers with like the Green Racer and the Blue Racer fighting them, and the Red Racer joins them after the guy, um, the Signalman's taken like saved. And then they make the the monster big, and it does like a little bit of fighting with just the girls in the Zord for a bit. And it's really cool. Like, there's a lot of, like, things going on, and it's a really fun fight. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I still like this, though. Uh, Oh, for sure. Obviously, it's condensed, but TJ jumps over. Well, I mean, this show had, like, different scenes to do. Like, the, the, the... the Sentai was like, mo- it, almost the entire thing was just sitting on getting the jacket on. And then, so like it filled, this this show filled it out with like the heist and everything, which is stuff that I still love. So it's still like, I like this version as well. Um, uh, one more thing, and I, I don't think I've ever mentioned, is that the Car Rangers actually have secret identities. In the sense that like, yeah, the Power Rangers don't tell anybody who they are, but the bad guys know. The bad guys don't know that, that the Pegasus Garage oh, crew are the okay. Car Rangers, and neither the Signal Man. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, like when I they like he, he when he like I said he gets mad at the Pink Racer and Yellow Racer. I mean, he gets mad at um, Natsumi and Yoko. Gotcha. Uh, and like, there's a kind of a really funny part where he's like, where the bad guys like, now that Signal Man's attacking these civilians, the Car Rangers will be here any minute. Not realizing <laughs> that they are the Car Rangers that he's attacking. <laughs> It's really good. That's good. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So, so, uh, TJ? Is that his name? TJ, yeah. his The name? Red Ranger? Yeah. yeah. I, I was making sure it was the right initial, two initial name. Okay, so TJ, uh, uh, pulls, um, I just realized, I'm sorry, that when I started this show, my boss's name was Tommy, and now my boss's name is TJ. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? You can't escape. I don't want to say it was aliens. You can't escape. Hey, do not blame our do not blame Oracle Delphine, Titus, Corcus, and I'm missing one. Oracle Delphine, Titus, Corcus, Sestro. Boom. Sestro. Got him in one. Yep. Exactly. No, I actually had a boss named Oracle for a while. Yeah, <laughs> boss, I had a boss named Sestro. It would be Delphine. Or Yeah. Of course. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. So, no, it's fine. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, I just thought Oracle T- was a funnier name. Delphine's a name I I mean, can Oracle is having. the Red Ranger, so if we go by right. characters who've been the Red Ranger. Uh, so, TJ pull, says, like, I'll have to pull his power pack. Uh, and we, he, he, yeah, like you said, he just stops moving and he takes the jacket off. Um, it is at this point where Centurion says, I had a horrible dream, which... I guess he can dream. Okay. <laughs> I mean, androids do dream of electric sheep. <laughs> Good yeah. point. Fair point. Um, Marines. So he's right. So Marie's electric sheep. Uh, so he's like, okay, uh, we've got to get back to this fight, and uh, he jumps back into the Megazord. Um, at which point, uh, he's like, okay, got to remove this unsightly garment from Robo Ra- Racer. That part's really good. <laughs> which, again, means that the jacket didn't do anything. It's not like yeah, it was controlling it was the no robot. Reason. <laughs> it's just fun. And I don't know about y'all, but when, when he was when he was pulling it off on my screen, I kept going, Hulkamania is running yes. wild. Yeah, yes. I that yeah. I, I also like that it zooms really close into like the, the sleeves being ripped off because the robot can't actually fit 
physically move its arm across its body like that. I <laughs> for sure thought he was just going to tear the arms off and yeah, then have just like been great. a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> that would have been really good. Uh, and then he stomps on it, which is great. I love that part too. Um, so uh, Divatox fires the torpedoes at her monster to make it big. I'm sorry, I can't even remember the thing's name. Uh, Who they cares? don't really say it much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it gets big. Uh, we get a little bit of a Zord fight. Uh, it shoots Wrap some like, ribbons and stuff. Yeah. There's a thing I kind of like, which is like you know that magician trick with the like scarves that are all tied together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically shoots those out at the the Megazord, like these big uh, like tied together scarves, uh, and starts zapping it. Uh, so, but Robo Racer comes in and cuts them open or cuts them off with his big knives. But then he gets, uh, she gets Robo Racer. Uh, and so they're like, okay, well, uh, I know the one thing that can solve this problem guns. And, <laughs> and they shoot her. And then, uh, Robo Racer shoots her and then she explodes. Problem solved. <laughs> well, they do. They do spin dash at her too. Oh, yeah. that's right. Her yes, way. they do this. Their spin out sword dash move, which is cool. Uh, so yeah, they they uh, beat the bad guys. It is it is such a good finisher. I, I know I've said this a million times, but I've been rewatching mm-hmm. like Time Force, and the Time Force Megazord's finisher is like slash of a sword. There's like a little bit of like clocks being shown, but that's all it is. You just. In a season in which, (laughs) if I recall correctly, their method of time travel is getting hit with a big hammer. Big hammer, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that seems a little lazy. That it's just a sword attack. (laughs) Yeah, they they introduced a a new Zord in last episode I watched that did it had a cooler finisher, but like the main Mega Zord is not great. Yeah, this one's so good. (laughs) It's very good. Uh, we cut to the Jim and Juice bar, and Ashley's like, so nobody liked my jackets, and everyone's like, sorry, not really, but, but they point out, but, but I, th- I think it's kind of a good scene, because they're like, but neither did you, like, you were kind of, you know, struggling to realize you didn't like it either, and she's like, okay, well, I guess I just have to trust my instincts, and, and next time if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is, which I guess is referencing the her, her fashion selling the the design, but like that part, that part really didn't get explored that much. Um, and then that's like wrap on those characters for this episode. Which, like, again, I know we talked about it, but boy, there's no setup for them. It's just like yeah. this is the team. Like they're already it, all good friends, and and it and it, like I think. From what I understand, or what I remember, all these characters are going to stay through in space, and I think they all get fleshed out pretty well. But, like, mm-hmm. except for Ashley, who I guess is the fashion person, we don't even really get, like, a like a like the same level of, like, this is the nerd, this, you know what I mean? Okay, like, it's but we, not did, even... we did get that when they were first introduced, though. Yeah. Because, like, we talk about like, Cassie's a musician, TJ's a baseball player. Um, and Carlos is a soccer player, so I guess the two jobs. But also, Ashley is also a cheerleader. I wonder cheerleader. if that will yeah. ever come back. Or yeah. if they'll keep giving them 
traits of like you're the cheerleader in this episode and now you're the fashion student next week she's gonna care about environmental issues <laughs> wow she's gonna we'll work see. in the yeah. radio the next week he's got a new head <laughs> yeah. writer so what's we'll, gonna we'll happen next. but yeah so so it's just interesting to note uh lieutenant stone brings these uh the shittiest looking hamburgers i've ever seen they look mm-hmm. so bad they look, yeah. <laughs> they look like um like uh not not even like this the hamburgers that your like school would serve, but the hamburgers your school would serve at like it's a special picnic day and we had to make eight hundred hamburgers and yeah. they're all fifty cents. Yeah, they're bad looking hamburgers. But he brings them over to these two guys dressed as big old nerds. Um and uh he's like, Here you go. They they go to start eating their food and whoops here come Bulk and Skull invisible to steal their fries, uh, mm-hmm. and at this point, uh, oh Skull, these are the clothes they're monk the monkey forms of them. Were yes, wearing, that's what actually. I was gonna make. So their Skull starts drinking this uh, shake and Bulk starts eating their food and then they rematerialize in the monkey outfits. It's the little like overalls. Yeah. Uh, and they still think they're invisible. This is a good joke. They still think they're invisible, which doesn't make sense. I got to be intense fair. Um, secondhand embarrassment from it, for sure. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's funny that they're still being like over the top and acting like they're invisible. The problem is that they can see each other clearly. Yeah, I was so. about to say, when they were invisible, <laughs> could Bulk and Skull not see no, each other? Or was it that weird invisibility where, but, because you're both invisible, you can see the other invisible? But, okay, like, when you guys were talking about this for a while, like, oh, they were invisible for a few episodes. They're invisible at the end of one episode. Yes, And then they're visible at the next yeah. episode that they're in, like... There's no reason this plot had to happen at all. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they Maybe did they it. Maybe they thought I th- they were going to have less, like, more time. I don't know. Like, they yeah. thought they were going to go through a few more episodes. But I-, I for sure remembered it being not as long as the chimps, but, like, I don't know, four or five episodes? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um... But but I will say I just love the reaction of these two nerds just looking at these these crazy people basically going like what are they doing and bulk even like waves his hand in front and like he picks up a fry and pretends to like levitate it but again they can see him so it's just yeah uh it's very silly i do Uh, like how fucking stoked jerome is to see them oh he is super happy for him that's adorable (laughs) Uh, you know, I miss you guys so much. Like, oh uh, my god, where were you guys? Also, have you seen my monkeys? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't care about those at all for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I real quick, uh, I want to acknowledge that Bulk is like, ooh, mysterious floating hamburger, and picks a hamburger up and like moves it around and then eats it. And then the nerd that, that they are stealing from goes, ooh, mysterious floating milkshake, and dumps a milkshake on Bulk's head, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up for yourself. Uh, it's nice to yes. see Bulk and Skull back again, getting slimed, for sure. Yeah. But then, uh, like you said, uh, Lieutenant Stone comes over, and he is so excited to see them. 
Uh, it makes up a little bit for the fact that no one was like, where did they go? That he's like, oh my gosh, you guys just disappeared. I'm so excited you're back. Uh, and he says, where did you go? And, and Bulk's like, well, we were just monkeying around. And then that's the episode. Yep. It's, it's very cute. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I like this episode. I think it's fun. It's, yeah. it's real silly. You get some good visuals of like people in monster suit, monster, well, not monster suits, in robot suits wearing jackets, which is always super goofy. Um, but yeah, I had a, I had a good time with this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, I do not have any questions for today, but if you have questions, you could send them to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or teenswithtude at gmail.com. Um, that said, uh, Fabi, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I think the same thing I plugged last week. You can find me on Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. You can find, uh, you can also find me on this network in Idle on Pop. Where everything's good, all our characters are friends, no one <laughs> hates each other or is being this, this bad influence. Everyone's happy. And we're all happy. How are you? Uh, if you like Persona, but we're like, I wish a bunch of queer people did this, uh, go listen to Idol and Pop. Uh, we, we have a good time. And yeah. then the the other thing is, uh, I, I keep mentioning because it's so close, it comes out next month. If you like Pathfinder, you know Pathfinder, the game? If you like that yeah. one, I worked for, uh, I wrote, I was part of the group of writers who worked on a book that's coming out uh, July 30th that's called Pathfinder Lost, Omen, Lost Omens Legends. You can uh, already pre-order it on uh, on PDF or on hardcover. Book's coming out in two months. Still can't talk about anything else other than I wrote for it. My name is there on the credits. But, you know, if you know the type of shit I do, you're probably going to like that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Uh, Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I'm just going to plug my Twitter this week. Uh, it's at This Is Emeralds. There you go. Corey, is there anything you'd like to point people at? Mm, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, the Bill and Ted 3 trailer dropped, and that looked most excellent. <laughs> I, you know, there's so there's such a long history of 20 years or 10 years later comedy sequels, and they're almost always bad. But the fact that Keanu Reeves seems so invent, like he said, like, no, I want my buddy, like, it has to be Alex Winter, or I'm not doing it, and I really want this to happen. I think that's cute, and I want to see it. <laughs> um, also, the, did you guys, or did y'all see that thing with, like, people, nerds through a fit about the fact that, I guess at the end of the second one, they had uh, boys kids, and now, and they cast girls and said they're daughters, and people were mad, because nerds yeah. on the internet. Fuck I mean, it's, it's the internet. Sometimes you have, you think you have 
sons and you end up having daughters. Yeah, exactly. It totally. Happens. Fuck off. It happens. So what happened is that timeline collapsed and, and it ended up with this timeline. And so now they're having the Mandela effect where they think they remember something, <laughs> but it's it's not true. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was I was going to say it in the it's time travel thing. Like, who knows? What it's, it's real silly. People time are just travel assholes. Time trans, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, write a book with that title. Um, so, and then I, uh, for me, a, a quick plug. Um, uh, I don't, I know some people listened, uh, but the Surviving Culinarian podcast, the cooking podcast, I did two episodes of with my former roommate Geneva. Uh, we were going to start recording again. I know a couple people listened and I appreciate it. We just had wild scheduling issues. Uh, so we're going to get back to that. So check that out. The uh, next episode should be out in a day or two once you hear this. So uh, give it a shot. And that's going to do it for us this week. Um, tune in next week for more Power Rangers and for Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I'm Fabi. I'm Emily. And I've been Corey. And may the power protect you always. And I'm Fabi. There, got it up yet. Or you'll be seeing